W.E. Crew, Dan O'Mac, Big Kaz, Jaybird, and your host, Brokowski. What up, 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 and happy Halloween, trick or treat, and damn, do we have a treat for you today, as we have on the Celtic mercenary thomas bailey thomas how you doing my man i'm doing good i'm doing good how how's everyone here today oh absolutely fantastic man glad to hear that you're doing pretty good how was your weekend um my weekend was pretty good um i just finished up a show this past saturday at a ipw in east lansing <clears throat> it was a little tag match that i had going on it was me part of the forgotten against a Real hype, you know. It was a it was a pretty fun match that I definitely enjoyed. So, you know, very nice, very nice, man. So, if you're not too familiar with us, the way we normally like to start out is what I like to call the origin story, and it's basically uh, how did you first find wrestling? Was it as a little kid you started watching on TV? Did you come across it as an older man with the video games? Um, when I first like started uh, watching wrestling, like if I remember correctly, uh. I had this like little DVD set, and then it was uh, about uh, Rey Mysterio. Uh, back then, it was like when he like first started as a wrestler. Uh, and then <clears throat> when he first started in ECW, all the way to WCW, and then to WWE on a uh, SmackDown. And then that's when I uh, watched uh, more of the wrestling, and then I got hooked into like guys like Edge, you know, Rob Van Dam, Kane back in the Attitude Era, you know. And then I started watching like SmackDown. That was probably my favorite. Uh, wrestling show back then um but yeah but then uh what really got me hooked uh to be wanting to be a wrestler i think it was around middle school uh when i first realized that there was like more than just wwe there was also new japan for wrestling and ring of honor and uh tna and then you know that's why i got really hooked into it you know wanting to become a pro wrestler and i wanted to do this now, is that around the same time? Did you possibly learn about, like, the local wrestling scene? Or when did you come about the local wrestling scene? Was it before training at all? Uh, Yeah, it was before training. Uh, I actually went down to a show called MPWA. That was, like, my first ever uh, indie show that I went to. And, uh, you know, that was pretty cool. I even meet the guys like El Ridiculoso and... Uh, well, it was, I think that was when I first saw Dread King Logan uh, wrestle. And then there's a bunch of other dudes uh, that I that you probably know of today that I saw. So it was a real cool experience that I got to see that. And uh, yeah, I and then there's other shows that I went to. It was at XICW. It was before uh, COVID hit. It was uh, they were at the what was it? The bar, I think, before they uh, not work there anymore. I don't know. But oh, it was at the bar. Now. Yeah, the one in Warren. Yeah, that one. Yep. And then um, <clears throat> I went there and I uh, watched uh, Proving Grounds. It was the wrestling with a vet, you know. 
So that was like really cool experience. And I'm glad I got to watch that. And then once COVID hit, um, <clears throat> once COVID hit, there was a, the XICW still run shows, but this time they run in the backyards. So I was there for like most of the shows. I was only there for like, like the second backyard show all the way down to like the fifth. So it was a real cool experience that I got to see that and uh, meeting some of the wrestlers on the show and on the brand. And then, so would you say it was around 2019 then that you first a, started going to all the local shows or was it before then? It was, uh, I think 2019, I believe. It was definitely before COVID hit that I do remember. Okay. What were some of your favorite matches? Do you recall at all from uh, that time going to those shows? Ooh, man. Uh, let's see. There's a couple of good ones that, that I saw, uh, me personally, that I saw, uh, it was like a few between Tommy Vendetta and Drake Jacobs for the Extreme Intense title. That was pretty good. Um, see, and then there was a War Games match. It was, I believe, Death Threat Army taking on the Cure Clan uh, when they were running over XICW. So they, that was like my favorite match there. Um, there was a, oh, and it was a Heat Slater and a Rhino taking on uh, the fun-loving criminals for the... Uh, XICW tag team titles. That one was definitely my favorite to watch. But um, yeah, it was like it was a roller coaster ride for sure. Just like watching these shows, and you know, it got me hooked into it. And then like me wanting to be a part of it. Now it's like a miracle that I'm here and uh, going out more in the Michigan indie scenes. So that's really cool moment right there. <laughs> Oh, definitely. Actually, it's a perfect way. I'm going to chuck it over to my man, Dan, here. We're going to start getting into your career. Yeah. <laughs> so you were heading, you, you were going out to these shows and watched them. You, you were going to all the XICW back, uh, backyard shows during COVID and whatnot. Um, and you said middle school was when you really started to think about you wanted to be a wrestler. But when that time come where you were really making that decision, um, how did it come about that you start looking at wrestling schools and choosing to go to the House of Truth? So it was when uh, it was in my high school year. I think it was when I was a sophomore. I was just looking up like wrestling on uh, Google and whatnot. And then I came across uh, it was the House of Truth wrestling school. And then I started looking at the some of the alumni that were there and then like like see like where they start uh, training you and how they would train you and see like how much was it. So that's when I saw this school and then learned more about it. And, you know, seeing like all the talents that came out of the House of Truth, you know, like Juice Robinson, Dan Housen, uh, Alex Shelley, Chris Saban, you know, and like all these other guys now that are doing so good in the Michigan indie scenes. That's when I first realized, I was like, yeah, I definitely want to go to this school. Like, that's my number one priority for, you know, uh, if I ever want to be a pro wrestler. So. <clears throat> All right, so the, then, time, the time came that you found the school. Now let's talk about when you enrolled in the school and, and you started training. Yeah. Um, you've been you've been out of school for a year. Yeah, I uh, I started uh, the school around January second, and then okay. that's when I that's when I graduated. I graduated in uh, March, March twenty uh, third, actually. So, and at that almost, time, you know, at that time. Uh, let's see. Sean Tyler was there training, and yep. who else was training there along with Truth? Um, it was a uh, AT Hook. 
AT Huck was there training. Uh, Nick Moss was there. Um, sometimes you have other people coming in. Uh, we had, let's see, we had uh, Zach Gowan coming in. He gave us some good details. And then we had, uh, what's his name, Gavin Quinn, who showed up too. And then we also had uh, Nate Madsen, who helped us with uh, chaining a lot. And uh, another dude named Eddie Venom. He also helped uh, come over to the school and taught us some new things. You know, it was like really cool uh, to see those guys to give us some inputs, you know. And then we have another guy named uh, Bubba, Bubba McKenzie. He always like comes up, pops up to the school. You know, he's a real good guy, real great guy. And, you know, just hearing those type of guys like giving us their times just to give us some good advices, you know, that means a lot to us in that school. So, how was that first bump you took? How was that first bump? <laughs> Uh, well, damn, it's been a minute. Uh, the first bump, it was like, oof, all right. <laughs> it's a, it was a new feeling to feel because, like, I never would like imagine like slamming myself, uh, or like, you know, onto something, you know, into the ring before. But, um, the first bump, it was probably an uneasy feeling at first, but then, like, the more uh bumps I took, the more. You know, it was easy to take. So, you know, there's a so, lot of... So you get your first bump, you're going through school, you had some amazing talent around Michigan that come in to help. Um, and I know there is talk during school about the uh, character development. Yeah. Where, How did you come up with, or where was the idea for the Celtic person? Um, so I think it was a conversation, I think, between me, Huck, and um, Heaney. Uh... <clears throat> see they were talking about the tattoos that i had because one i had the celtic cross on this side and i had the punisher on the other side so i think they were giving me a name because like you know what would the tattoos mean so truth martini called me the celtic punisher which i kind of liked at first but then i also like thought about it and i was like man i kind of want to avoid like copyright and stuff if i want to go on to tv so what what did I think about what is the Punisher's role? Is like he was like a mercenary type antihero. So that's when I thought about it, and I was like the Celtic mercenary. So yeah, that's when <laughs> that's when I first like started uh, popping in my head. And I was like, yep, that's pretty good. That's a good way to start out, at least you know, as the Celtic mercenary, you know. So you get you know, to school. Uh, you had talked about character development with with A.T. Huck and Truth Martini, and you went through class, you've had some great influences coming in, helping out at the school. Then it comes a time that, uh, that that you graduate. Do you remember your first match? Outside of school. Outside of school. Like, I, I know you guys do practice matches and stuff throughout. Yeah. In the last week, you guys do all the matches. But your first booking that you had outside of House of Truth, do you, uh, do you remember what that was and who you wrestled against? The first match was like immediately like a week after the House of Truth uh, when I graduated. I uh, I wrestled at uh, For Us Wrestling uh, in that promotion. See, I uh, <clears throat> I started out. Uh, let's see, I teamed up with uh, Jeremiah Goldman because uh, his partner named uh, Jason couldn't make it that day. So it was us against the Ohio Buckeyes. Uh, it was the March Tagness like uh, tournament, the best tag forever tournament. Later and on, so and weren't you done with bathroom, Tom? Yes, uh, you came I out of the bathroom and Jeremiah picked you as his partner. Is that how it was? Yeah, 
Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So it was supposed to be like the Santino Morella debut because, like, I feel like at that time, that's when I couldn't, like, figure out who I was at that point, you know? So that's when they had me out in the bathroom. Uh, I came out of the bathroom, like, I was, like, pretending I just finished washing my hands and all that. So that's when Jeremiah picked me, and then we went into the ring, and then we did our match. You know, it was a fun match, too, you know? Like, nothing too crazy about it, you know? It was a fun match to start off with, you know? And then that's when I started getting the chance, too, when people were saying, bathroom, Tom, bathroom, Tom. <laughs> you know, it was funny, you know, silly. Um, but, yeah, no. Nah. Yeah, no. Nah. And then that's when... I uh, started having that gimmick, Bathroom Tom, but now I'm known as a TP Tom because I see the second time I wrestled at FU, I did start doing the toilet paper stuff more and more. So, you know. So since coming out of school, you got your first opportunity at FU wrestling, but we've seen you everywhere. Like, yeah. I don't know if there's a show that we've seen locally that we haven't seen you on. Um, do you know how many promotions that you've worked for so far in your young career? It seems like you're everywhere. Yeah, yeah. So when I first started, I first started in uh, City Championship Wrestling. Then I started in 4S Wrestling. And then I wrestled at another promotion uh, when it was Total Chaos Wrestling, but now it changed to New Edge Pro Wrestling. And then I also wrestled at Northwest Championship Wrestling. And then I started at Metro Pro. I uh, went up to IPW. That's when I first started uh working there and then i went to capital pro wrestling up in east lansing uh let's see what else oh uh xicw uh i worked at two of the pre-shows and then i also worked uh chaos chaos wrestling organization which you know that promotion is like when it just first started is definitely like the best promotion i've so far worked with because of the opportunities that they have given me which i'm definitely Ooh, excuse me, uh, grateful for. And uh, let's see what else. Oh, Clash Wrestling. That's when I also started. And then, uh, let's see, I wrestled at Mr. Chainsaw uh, at the Kickstart. It was a few months, a while back. And then, yeah. And then now I'm going to wrestle at a new promotion at uh, All Class Independent Wrestling this uh, Friday. So I, I, I want to get into chaos a little bit, but, but you had talked about how um... – Pre-pandemic, you like you enjoyed going to XI and you saw some great stuff with like Tommy and and Dre Jacobs and stuff. Then you get the opportunity to wrestle at XI. How was that? Like XI was kind of that 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 promotion as a fan that you really enjoyed, and then you get the opportunity to work there. How was that? It was a great moment too, because like when I uh, I wrestled on XICW and uh, they gave me the opportunity on a pre-show. And it was me in a fatal four-way match with um, uh, Father Marquise, Marcus Porter, and uh, Maximilian. And it was probably, like, the most fun, like, fatal four-way match I've ever had with those three guys. Um, yeah, it was it was a, it was a great <laughs> experience to work with those dudes. And then, you know, I think it, they put me on the pre-show just because of how, you know, I've been, like, doing, like, uh, whatchamacallit, when I was still in training at House of Truth because I was, like, goes out to these shows and like help out paying my dues and all that so i think that's why they gave me that opportunity to be on uh xicw because of how well i've been doing and you know just paying my dues that's that's basically it so 
Yeah, I think every show that we were at, like prior to you going out of school, we saw you there, you know, helping out and, and doing your thing there. Um, yeah. I want to talk to you a little bit about Chaos because Chaos is probably one of the more fun shows that we've been to lately. I, I, I think I think everybody can say that. Um, and, and you and you say it's just fun and it's exciting. How is it like? Were you on the show that Sammy Callahan was there? Yes, yeah, you, yes you, I was. How how was it to get to be on a show with Sammy Callahan? Because I know we loved it as fans there because because we were yeah. there for that. Think you wrestled um, RC three? Yeah. Yeah, it was a good match. Yeah, it feels good to be wrestling as like a guy who's been out, out of the States and out of country more and has been on television, you know. And I even took uh, the Sammy Callahan seminar too, which was really good and like great insider points of the wrestling business. And, you know, you know, and yeah, it's just like it took me, I don't know, like like just learning from it and now I want to take that and just learn from more uh, when I wrestle out more in these other promotions. But no, it definitely felt good uh, wrestling, uh, not just with Sammy Callahan on the show, but especially Johnny Bravo on the show too that managed Sammy Callahan. Because like those guys have been on to the Impact shows and Sammy Callahan is also a promoter for Wrestling Revolver too. So definitely a great opportunity for me to try to push myself forward. Before I get you over the bird's nest, I have one more question for you. Um, so far, have you had a favorite match? Or is there some someone that you haven't got to wrestle yet that you'd like to wrestle? My favorite match uh, by far was uh, me uh, versus Aaron Orion at our Chaos uh, from August 13th. <clears throat> you know, um, it was like uh, a moment where I knew I had to like test myself like to see where I'm at, especially like me graduating from like what, like I think it was like five to six months when I was still working and me having the opportunity to work with Aaron and in that match, like one, it made me feel like more of myself. And then it also like, I don't know, it was just the intensity and the wrestling and like this, I feel like there was a story in that match too that we had and we built up towards it like you know it was those have to be good learning experiences when you get to be able to get in there with a veteran that's who's who's done it for years and be able to you know have the match with you and then you know you know give you some pointers and advice on 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 how not necessarily the match went but just in general like your whole you know your whole body of work so that's got to be fun is there anyone that you'd like to wrestle around here that you haven't got to wrestle yet? Um, there's a lot of good wrestlers out there that I haven't faced, like, one-on-one yet. Um, I don't know. I would like to face uh, Tommy Vendetta at some point down the line. You know, because, like, shit, I've been imagining right it be like, what? <laughs> he's really hot right now. He's all over. Oh, yeah. yeah, he is. They yeah. just announced he's going to the UK for ICW. Yeah. So, yep. so yeah. That's well, I I enjoy talking to you a little bit about your your career to this point. I'm gonna pass you over to Jaybird and, and um and put you in the bird's nest. Go ahead, Jaybird. Yeah, man. So over here in the bird's nest, I like to go uh outside the ring. Okay. Uh, you got any crazy hobbies or anything you do outside the ring? <clears throat> uh, crazy hobbies for me. 
like, um, and usually, like, sometimes I do go to the gym, uh, just to, you know, get, you know, just get, stay active and whatnot, but most of, like, sometimes I spend my days just, like, either watch, uh, some wrestling, either just for the fun of it, or just study, or I just, like, sit around and just play video games most of the time, you know, that's just where, like, you know, I'd be creative sometimes, and, like, yeah. And sometimes I just, like, think about, like, what I could do next in this, like, scenario of, you know, in pro wrestling, too. So, yeah, but no, most of my days I just, like, just chillax, hang up, uh, just play video games, and then I just, sometimes I go to the gym more. So, that's awesome, basically, awesome. yeah. What kind of, what, uh, what, what video, what's your go-to video game you've been playing? My go-to video game um, would have to be, like, uh, Mortal Kombat, like, that one. That one, <laughs> yeah, that one I definitely nice. like, but uh, I don't have the next gen, so I couldn't like play the MK1. So at this point, I've just been playing Mortal Kombat 11, just trying to save up my money so I can just get the next gen and whatnot. So that's yeah, for sure, for sure. Who's your uh, who's your character? My character, it would have to be the DLCs of Spawn. Spawn in that game is like probably my favorite one. It's because nice. Spawn's the best. That's why yeah, Spawn's Spawn. Spawn <laughs> is the best one. Oh yeah. Well, uh, you said you got a Punisher tattoo. Which uh, yeah. Punisher is it? Um, let's see. Let me uh, let me just take this off real quick. Um, you guys see the shit list a little bit, but it's uh this tattoo right here. Basically, oh, uh, okay, Punisher with like the red eyes right here, and then it has like a little detail. It has like a little bullet hole right here, and uh, here, and then I don't know if you can see it, but there's like a little crack line like, coming nice. from down oh, here yeah. all the way to his eye. So That's this is good. the tattoo I got, and he even has like little cracks down here too. So it's not like awesome. Heck yeah, yeah man! I like Thank it. You. Thank you. So uh, and then you got the uh. Celtic tattoo. Are you yeah. Celtic at all? How Celtic yeah, are it you? It is Celtic. It's like uh, kind of like uh, the skin is like ripping out of it, and then it shows the Celtic cross right here. Nice. So, so are you Irish? Good. Yeah, I am Irish. Nice, nice. Yeah. I think it was the red beard. <laughs> red beard gave it away. <laughs> yeah, the beard gave it away. <laughs> yeah. No, that's why. That's why I just use it as a gimmick because it's just me. Like you know. And then, like, the mercenary stuff, like, that's just, like, the type of stuff that I like, especially from the DC comics, too. Um, especially, like, you know, and any, like, anti-hero, like, comic book characters, like Spawn, uh, Punisher, uh, Deathstroke, you know, like, those type of characters that I would probably feed off from and use it as my own. So, that's what I would use. Yeah. No, that's awesome. Oh, yeah. So, uh, yeah. Shoot your lines, man. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> there'll be a time where like I felt like I gave up on the lines, but like ever since like they just started like coming back, you know, more and more with these wins and like show how determined they are. I'm just like, yeah, no, <laughs> like this is really, <clears throat> like yeah, they're definitely back. So now, yeah, I'm kind of a Lions fan now too. And shoot, I mean, I've been in that situation before where. It was just loss after loss after loss because in my freshman year, we didn't win a single game until we had, like, new coaches. <laughs> until we had yeah. new coaches coming in and they started helping us, you know, 
and coach us yeah, no, wisely. Sure. And then that's we, when we started uh, getting more wins. We don't talk about that year with the Lions. We don't I talk know. about that. No, year. We <laughs> that was that was bad for all of us. Uh, it was. Well, that's awesome. Hell yeah, man. Oh, shoot. Thanks for swinging by the bird's nest, man. I'm going to throw you back over to Brokowski. All right. Thank you. All right. So, Tommy, you said you'd like to fight Tommy Vendetta. Would you like to fight Tommy Vendetta in a death match? And then follow-up question, would you do death matches? Uh, <laughs> that's a good question. Like, I never, like, I don't mind death match wrestling, but, like, if I would do it like i wouldn't do it like constantly you know what i mean like i i feel like if i want to do a death match wrestling i want to ha- at least have like a story behind it you know of me getting into this uh death match wrestling type of stuff like shoot i can do like thumbtacks like barbed wire or anything i mean light tubes i mean 50 eh, 50 you know but i mean with tommy vendetta i mean i, I don't see why not <laughs> you know so anything to get a win <laughs> yeah so yeah anything to get Tommy in the ring <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah no so you said that you had a match coming up this Friday did you actually want to tell us what you got coming up other than that too oh yeah so this Friday um, it's going to be all class independent wrestling uh, down in Waterford Michigan it would be me in a triple threat match against uh, two of Waterford's own uh, Aaron Octambulo and Uncle Chase so, I got those two going on this Friday. Yeah, down on a Waterford. Nice. Yeah. You and Uncle Chase is a good matchup. I'd actually like to see that one one-on-one. Oh, dude, yeah. It's good. I'm definitely you, excited. You're going to learn a lot this from one. Uncle Chase. You're going to learn a lot from Uncle Chase. He's good. Oh, yeah. I I definitely will. And that's, like, the beauty of it is me learning from all these uh, veterans that – about like wrestling and all that and this is like a feel good moment and very appreciative just being under the learning tree of the veterans that will help you know build this uh, new generation of you know for Michigan indie wrestling so well we're definitely seeing what you're learning and putting it to good use in the ring because we were talking about it before you came on every time we see you you get better and better whether it's your ring work, your promo work, your mic work, anything, you every time you improve better and better. So you're, you're definitely doing the right things, my man. Thank you. Thank you. And before we let you go, can you go ahead and let the people know where they can find you on your social media so they can follow your career and see where you're going to be wrestling at? Oh, yeah, absolutely. You can follow me on Instagram at Celtic Merc, uh, TV. you know, you can find me on there. You can follow me on Instagram. I mostly post all my matches on Instagram, and I also have it on Facebook too. So, you know, uh, I'm thinking about getting uh, X, you know, because, like, it's much bigger platform for professional wrestling at some point. So once I do, then I'll definitely post that and, you know, stop more posting more and more about, you know, wrestling and where I'll be at. So, yeah. So you can follow me on Instagram, and you can probably add me on Facebook, you know. Yeah. No, that's awesome, man. Thank you for stopping by and hanging out with us, taking the time to come by, tell us your career, how you got into wrestling, how you found it, a little bit about your backstory and everything. We greatly appreciate it. We'll definitely bring you back down, uh, back on a couple of.
what is years down the road here. We'll get you back on a couple months down. Oh, Did I freeze out? Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, you froze out. And say, yeah, we'll get back on down the road after he's got some time and, and, uh, and catch up with him. Sounds good. Thank you guys so much for having me, and I definitely appreciate it. So thank you. Thank you, guys. No, thank you, Thomas. Have a great one, bro. You too. Thank you. Thank you, guys. <laughs> yeah, he just gets better and better every match he's out there. Yeah, the mm-hmm. Celtic mercenary, sure. man. I definitely I definitely dig him. I definitely enjoy his work, and okay. I enjoy seeing more and more of him. I can't wait. <clears throat> and with that, we'll go ahead and jump into our ad read, and we come back. We'll talk about what's going on this weekend and a little bit of Halloween. For all things Pro Wrestling Edge, you can find us on Facebook, Instagram, um, at TikTok, we're everywhere at PWE Pod, or you can find us on our website at PWEPod.com, where you can find a link to our Brain Buster Tees merch store and, and get some Pro Wrestling Edge merch. Uh, we can't do this without our uh, sponsor and partner, Nine Planets Comics and Collectibles. You can find them at 20702 Van Bourne Road in Dearborn Heights, Michigan. Let them know Pro Wrestling Edge sent you. You can call them at 313-724-6482. You can email them at the number 9planets.direct at gmail.com or go to their website, the number 9planetshome.com. Check them out. They do some pretty cool unboxings on TikTok. And and they do some pretty cool uh, stuff on Facebook as well. But check them out. Tell them Pro Wrestling Edge sent you. And Ben and the whole team over there are just are are just some great guys. So so go check them out. Yeah, I love the guys over there in Nine Planets. And as you heard, you know, as this episode came out, it is on Halloween. So happy Halloween. You know, I figured we'd take a second here and talk right quick about some of our favorite costumes. I remember one of my favorite costumes as a uh, growing up was I uh, z- a zombie hockey player. I had a hockey helmet. We glued a cut a hockey puck in half and put one in the front, one in the back. Oh, that's dope! The hockey stick. You put the hockey stick on the sides. Blood coming out, and I wore my hockey, basically my hockey uniform and a jersey. It was that was definitely by far my favorite costume of all time. You got one, Dan? I had two pretty dope costumes. So obviously, as a kid, being a wrestling fan, and you know, my grandma was she, you know, she worked in a sewing factory, like you know, back in the day, you call them the you know, like the sweatshops. But she made me a Coco Beware costume one year. I was Coco Beware, and that was dope. And then she made me this Dracula cape. But I used the Dracula cape as I, I was like Penguin from the Batman movies. I just flipped the collar down and, and my mom pinned it under and I used it for that. I used it. I, I used that cape for like 10 different costumes, but it was dope. So, yeah, I was the vampire Dracula for so many years. With this I mean, it was a sweet cape like she made it and it was real. It wasn't those cheap, you know, costumes that you buy at the store. So. Um, I kind of did that, and then you know I just did like the hobo bum thing, for, you know, you know, like the homeless man where I took the, the like the mascara and like painted the scruffy beard on my face. I did that too, but yeah, I wasn't big in like going trick or treating or nothing like that. Um, but I just I would just go out to like you know as I was growing up and stuff to parties. But I, I used that cape from the vampire Dracula so many different costumes. So 
I, I kind of forgot how many different things I use with that. But yeah, that one year I was Coco Beware, that was pretty cool. That is, that's cool. dope. That's dope. Honestly, I'd like to see a picture of the penguin. I'd like to see you as the penguin. That that would be dope as hell. So, so she made me that cape and it was cool. And then, like I said, my mom just pinned the the red collar under, you know. And then I wore just a an old um actually my grandma got it because she worked at a at a factory where they made uniforms. She got me like a gray button up. It was actually one that they that it was a uniform for like prison workers. So she got me this gray button up shirt and I wore just black uh dress pants and button up shirt and I bought one of the um uh, Dane DeVito uh penguin masks yep. and I used my Dracula wig but I wore the mask over top of it so you couldn't see like how the how the uh, Dracula's hair was in front. So just had the hair in the back like Dan DeVito did. It was pretty sweet. Dude, was that's pretty like sweet. A, Penguin's my all-time favorite Batman villain. Danny DeVito's yeah. the man is the best. Jaybird, what about guy. you? Uh I had uh the uh it was the Grim Reaper costume man. I wore that for probably until I couldn't fit in. You know, fit into it anymore. It was just all black, and like when you put the hood up, like I put it over my face, and like I had the mask on it, so like I could see through it, but you couldn't see me. Oh, sweet. it was just all black. It was pretty dope. And then, um, what was it? I think it was in middle school one time, Josh. Whenever you had that South Pole coat, that big poofy one, I yeah. took that and I had a bandana on and I had baggy pants and I dressed up as a gangster. <laughs> like I thought. <laughs> I thought it was so cool because I went up to one house and of course it was a bunch of like, it looked like college kids or something like that, but they were partying and they seen me and they were like, oh dude, this dude's fucking sweet. And I, I thought it was so cool after that. <laughs> it was a cool yeah. coat. It was black on top. It was all white, white with the black on top shoulders. It was a cool South Pole coat. It was a warm ass coat too, man. Oh, that thing was dope. I was mad when mom threw it away because I still wanted it. That was like Sweet. the cool thing growing up. Like, you know, like I, I never really went to the store and bought one of those costumes. Like I would go like to a thrift store and find clothes and like make it a costume. You know, like when I said I was that bum, I went and I found some crazy plaid pants at a at a, a thrift store and some suspenders. And and I probably wore that same gray button up prison shirt that I wore, you know, as the penguin shirt. And you just find the coolest shit. And then I bought one of the like, I did go by one of those like bum hats where it had like, you know, it had like the um, plaid spot like sewed on because there was holes in the hat. So they were just patching it up. So like I'd go buy one thing from the store, then I'd go and make a costume, you know, from like the, you know, find old clothes of my dad's or go to the thrift store and just make something cool to wear. I remember one year when me and Jordan were really little. I can't remember. I think I was the blue Power Ranger and he was the red Power Ranger. We had the oh, Power hell Ranger. yeah. Nice. That was and dope. then the plastic mask. That's yeah, the old school plastic that was a pretty one, cool too, one. man. Yeah, that was fun. That was, that was a good one. Yeah, yeah you'll have to, hard you'll to think have to of them. Name to see my costume for tomorrow. Yeah, same well, with mine, too. Today, I actually got to find that movie and watch it. I need to do some research on my costume. <laughs> you probably should have did that before, like you know, twelve hours before the Halloween. Yeah, especially the fact that, especially as we record this, the lions are coming on in a little over an hour. So, so, so you know, 
Yeah. You don't have much time to research. <laughs> I got my phone. I got YouTube on my phone. I can there I can you go. just watch parts of it at least. Well, before we go, there is some great wrestling going on this weekend. You got November 3rd, Horror Slam, six-year anniversary show. You got people like Jeff King, Chuck Stein's going to be there. I mean, it's a six-year anniversary show. Everybody from Horror Slam is going to be there. November 4th on Saturday, you got Clash Wrestling with Clash and Burn out in Allen Park. That one's going to be a fantastic show. They got AK, Allison K defending the Women's Championship against Heather Moon, which I think is going to be a phenomenal match. Crystal Moon? Crystal Moon, yes. Crystal yeah. Moon. Thanks. And then, as Thomas Bailey just said, the new promotion in Waterford, all-class championship wrestling or all-class pro wrestling, I'm not sure exactly the name, but they're running Friday as well. That's right, sir. There's plenty of... Get your candy high on today, and then go out and watch some great wrestling with your bag of candy. Because peace, we out. Trick or treat.